Hey folks, welcome back to Misty and Ike, a daily pop culture podcast produced by Brickyard Media Group. And now here's your hosts, Misty Roberts and Isaac Heckert. I don't know shit. Do you know we're rolling? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Oh, hello. Happy Monday to you, Misty. Hello, Isaac. Hello, Miss. And world. Well, there's. Wor- world. World. Everyone. Just like. Hello to all the people who would watch Eurovision. <laughs> and it looks like <laughs> this. It's, so crazy. Do you, if, if you're Look like us. Wow. If you're like us, you don't know what Eurovision is. I don't know crap about it. I just know that Will Ferrell made a parody movie okay. that was hilarious. And I mean, obviously, working in the music industry, you know, I've known a thing or two, like, just in around me, people talking about Eurovision. But it's a song contest. Yeah, that's <clears throat> the actual name of the movie. Yeah. Eurovision yeah. Song Contest, it the was- story of... Fire Saga. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so weird. It's like, oh, it it's right here. Rachel McAdams was in it, right? Yeah. Yep. That's so good. nuts. Yep. Pierce Brosnan. Uh, you, have you seen The Will? I watched that okay. whole movie. I watched it. A, it was a while back, right? It was 2020, so it blends into the, all of the other I mean, COVID movies. I mean, that seems that like seven years ago to me. So yes. It's fitting. It's like cat lives. Like one year of quarantine is like seven <laughs> yeah. years on Earth. What did I say yesterday? That it, it wasn't quarantine. I called it captivity. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> 18 months in captivity. Oh, I'm so glad we're free now. Right? Are we're we free? Not. Well, we're getting close. Yeah. July 15th or June 15th, I believe here in LA is going to be a pretty, or California, pretty the, pivotal date. This Friday will be, uh, or last Friday, one of those Fridays, I'm fully vaccinated. I think it'll be this Friday. I think it was last Friday. I think it was two days ago. I've been vaccinated all weekend. I'm very confused. Yeah, me too. Anyways, Eurovision. Right. So I don't know a lot about it. What I, like my hot take on it. Is that it's like American Idol okay. where people get it's like a competition where people are nominated from a country and sent. So it's like a mix of like American Idol and the Miss America pageant or the Miss Universe pageant. Well, here's the actual <laughs> definition. OK. The Eurovision Song Contest started with just seven participating countries in 1956. It was the only contest. It was the only contest with two songs per country. So there were other contests that existed, but this one gave each country two songs to sing oh, instead of being based upon one song. Interesting. Okay. Um, so each... I have more questions later. I have a lot of questions. Following the breakup of the Soviet <laughs> Union, more countries wanted to join the nineteen in 1990s. In 93 oh. and 94, the then recorded 25 countries... Wow. Then record... I can't read on Mondays. You read that for yourself, though, folks, if That's, you were watching. Yep. I have facts and figures. So how do you get to be the person that gets nominated to go represent your country at your audition? And then is it only one person per country or is it two? If there's two songs, can it be two acts? No, I think that each person gets to sing two songs so that you get to see their range. Okay. You know, like you would sing a ballad and then an upbeat song so that, you know. Well, did you know uh, over 1,500 songs have taken part in the Eurovision Song Contest? 
1,500 songs have yeah. taken part? Not including the seven mean? songs that didn't make it in the 1996 pre-qualification round. I don't know what that means, songs. Like, do they write either. their own songs? What? I, don't, I have no idea. Ireland's Brian Kennedy delivered the 1,000th entry to the contest. Cool. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. You guys, Eurovision's confusing. It is confu- it confusing. <clears throat> confusing. Okay. Wow. So let I mean let's let's do it one at a time. It let's seems just... performing second is cursed. No country ever to perform second on the final night has gone on to win the contest. Oh, that's like American Idol. Is the, it? The, is there a thing? The runner up. Oh, it's all. Yeah, it's a big thing. The runner up always is more successful than the winner. Oh, that I know. Yeah, yeah. with the exception of. Um, oh wait, no, yeah. Hmm. It's it's a thing. You know that I work for an American Idol. I do. Veteran. Mm-hmm. Adam Lambert. Hello, Adam. Sorry. Hold on. I, <laughs> I got to pick this up real quick. Just, uh, Sorry, I dropped that name. Yeah. <coughs> uh, check this out. It's fantastic, though. In 2015, the Eurovision Song Contest. I love that it's not just Eurovision. It's the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm-hmm. Was recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest running annual TV music competition. Okay. ABBA. Dancing Queen. We are the Dancing Queen. Only 17. Is the most successful Eurovision Song Contest winner. The Swedish pop band won the contest in 1974. Wow. Has enjoyed phenomenal success ever since, despite officially splitting up in 1983. That's how we got ABBA? That's how we got ABBA. That's fantastic. But the, the sad thing is that that's all we got. Out of, of ABBA? Out of, no, no, no. Out of, oh, out I was of Eurovision. Like, like no nobody one's, else no one's ever been more successful than ABBA out of Eurovision. You should at some point look up ABBA statistics. They are literally one of the Huge. highest grossing, most successful bands of all time. I'm a big fan. And all time. If you're like me, Dancing Queen is a mental palate cleanser <gasps> for when you have a song stuck in your head. I did not ever know that, mm-hmm. but now I have to use that trick. Yeah, if anything's stuck in your, I mean, you're gonna have Dancing Queen stuck in your head for the rest. Which of Which I would be completely happy. Yeah, with. Yeah, why not? It's a happy song. My, my, is that your favorite ABBA song? Um, Mine's "Take it, a Chance on Me." It oh, I like that one. Mind. I like that one a lot. That Take one makes me feel like dancing. Uh, me too, but a like, lot. But like, actually, like, let's go to a dancing place. Yeah, a, a facility. It makes of dance. me want to let. I listen to it like if I have made plans and I have to go out. Yeah. And I don't really feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. It's my pump me up song right. to get me to go. And you sing to it to yourself. Place. Take a chance on me. Yeah. Me, take a chance on me. Exactly. Yeah. Like I can I can handle this. I can be social. Yeah. I'm really not good at it. Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, check it out. This one dude won three times. Johnny Logan. Hopefully a picture here. Nope. That's that's Johnny Logan won the Eurovision Song Contest three times. In 1980 and 1987, he represented Ireland as a performer and won both times with Hold Me Now and What's Another Year. And in 1992, he wrote Linda Martin's winning entry, Why Me? So he didn't perform three times. He just won it three times. Do you know that it's the contest is so big, it's broadcast on five different continents? Wow. How come we like are Isn't we just it? totally out of the loop as Americans on this? That we're just like, we don't care. All the rest of the continents what, watch it. What are the two continents that it doesn't, guys? Antarctica, Antarctica and probably North America. Like, have you ever found Eurovision on TV and been like, I think I'll sit back and watch some Eurovision? 
Have you ever seen it promoted but anywhere it, here? I thought it was recorded in Iceland. Uh, it's recorded Iceland. in Europe. Oh. It's in a different place every year. Like 2019, it was the finale was held in Tel Aviv. Mm. Israel. Oh, isn't there a weird fact about how they picked the city? Like uh, It's like the Olympics, uh, right? Maybe. So let's see. 1969 saw four countries win Eurovision. The UK, Spain, France, and how, the Netherlands. How can four people win in one year? Rack, they racked up. The, it's a scored contest. So they got all the same score. And it says, could they not have had a sing-off? Right. Um, in 2015, Australia took part in the contest for the first time, despite being an estimated 8,700 miles from Europe. The Aussies returned again in 2016, 17, and 18, and they'll be back again in 2019. This article is very old. Wow. Look at this. Hmm. Although capital cities often have the largest venues for the contest, these venues are often booked by international uh -huh. artists far in advance. The Eurovision Song Contest requires full access to the venue for six to wow. eight weeks ahead of the contest. Whoa. That's really interesting. What are they doing for eight That's, weeks? I'm like, what are you doing for eight weeks? Because we can move a show around Europe and put it into an arena in a day. Yeah. We are the international artists and that take been, up their space. They've been <laughs> doing this for 46 years. Right. You don't have it streamlined by now? Yeah. Okay, check this out. A Eurovision host city today must have the following. Mm -hmm. A venue which can host around 10,000 fans and a press center close by for 1,500 journalists. It's <laughs> a big deal. That's a lot of journalists. Easy access to an international airport. Yeah. That's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, yeah. At least 2,000 hotel rooms for delegates, journalists, and spectators. Now, this makes me question everything in my life. <laughs> okay. Because... If the venue can host around 10,000 fans, uh -huh. why would you only need 2,000 hotel rooms? Because a lot of the fans are going to be local. And what? Because it's coming to their city, so they're excited to see it. So okay. they're going to buy tickets and go home when it's over. But 1,500 of those journalists are going to take up 1,500 of those hotel rooms. Yeah. So only 500 people are coming from around the world to watch this? Eventually, it's going to come to your, your place, so why travel to go see it? I don't know. Maybe it's because like the. I mean, only like hardcore Eurovision like fanatics yeah. are going to travel. I think there's more than 500 of them in the world. I think you're probably right, but I really don't think. I think that most places that are going to have an arena that seats 10,000 people are going to have also subsequent hotels that seat or that would house as many people. It's kind of like how planning planning committees work when they plan out breaking ground on places like that. Oh. They also include like areas around it that are going to have food and beverage. Yep. You know, it, it's an entire like building plan of a city's tourism. Well, remember when we <laughs> talked about like old Olympic buildings? That they yeah. Do they use some of them for Eurovision? Nope. Dang it. What if a host city doesn't have a suitable <sighs> venue? It's not uncommon for a venue to build, especially for Eurovision Song Contest and for the existing building to be repurposed. In 2012, the Baku Crystal Hall was constructed to host the contest. Eurovision 2014 was hosted inside a former shipbuilding factory, and Eurovision 1993 was hosted in a temporary venue built at an equestrian center in Mill Street. I've been to Baku. I thought it was one of the more unique places I've ever been. Where, what's, what, apparently where is they, Baku? I think it's maybe in one of the stands or... Oh, it's not Poland. Azerbaijan. There you go. Sorry. It's not a Stan. It's a Bajan. <laughs> it's a Bajan. <clears throat> Let's show the folks on the map here. Here's Baku. Yeah. 
and then let's zoom out until we know where we are in the world. I uh, think I did. Azerbaijan. Do you know where Azerbaijan is? Yeah. I don't. I think oh. I, it was one of the car races, and we performed afterwards. You know, the big Ferrari. Right. Wing, wing, woo, woo, woo. I did not even know there was a country called Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan? Yeah. Been there. Uh, and then we keep going out. And, okay, there's Turkey, Georgia, Ukraine. All right. Azerbaijan, Baku, yeah. Iraq. That's a long way from home there, folks. Unless it, you're listening was, in Baku. It was uh, quite the flight, if I remember correctly. I bet. That's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> rough you got um, you got any more eurovision stuff i'm fresh out i got a thousand questions i have so many questions and i'm just trying to learn so eurovision i think you mentioned earlier is the world's biggest music competition um so they have also kind of tied in the the uk show the x factor and they're having like former x factor contestants who were a big deal in the uk um host and like there's a lot of crossover like some of the x factor contestants that didn't win are now going to compete in eurovision wow so if you don't make it on x factor you get an automatic entry into eurovision no not automatically yeah i still don't like how does your country i'm gonna that's what i want to know like is it similar to like the miss universe pageant where you participate in a whole bunch of competitions and work your way up to be the contestant for eurovision like that represents your country if you're the winner of turkestan then you get to go to turkmenistan but turkestan yes wow i want to go to turkestan me too. Like fun. Um, uh, I'm going to look right that now. up, and that's how we'll we'll end it. Um, uh, good luck. I was trying to find the two continents that it doesn't air on, and it. I can't see it anywhere. Well, it's definitely, I would say, Antarctica, because you're going to do all of the y- Europe, how obviously, Asia. Eurovision contest. All right. Ooh, how about this? To take part in the Eurovision Song Contest, you need to win... A national selection or yeah. be selected by one of the participating broadcasters. That's interesting. Oh, so you get a sponsor, essentially. Yeah. Everything starts with sending in your song. Note that most broadcasters set their deadlines to submit songs somewhere between September and December. And it doesn't have to be a song you wrote. That's already covered. Okay. That's true. It can be a song that- a cover. So uh, do you just record yourself at home singing and send it and be like, well, I submitted to Eurovision. Should we try and be America's first submission? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, we can finally break this Cold War, apparently, yeah. that North America has with Eurovision. Yeah. Well, I, I think Canada we, participates. I Okay, so... Let me find out. Well, I would be surprised because we as a continent don't get Eurovision. It's not broadcast here. So that would be weird. Does Canada participate in Eurovision? Ah, not the Euro dollar. 52 countries that participate. Canada has also previously participated in Eurovision. Uh, in 1987 and 1989, Canada participated in Eurovision. Young dancers. Young dancers. Yeah. Stephen Leggett took part uh, fro Canada in 1987, while Sherry Barton participated in the 1989 contest. The Eurovision Song Contest was broadcast on delay by Out TV between uh, 2014 and 2015. So only for a year. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. What about Mexico? Hold on. 
that's what I'm looking at. The following countries, we definitely do not participate at all. I have the countries that are listed, and we are definitely not one of them. Mexico has participated seven times. I don't get how you decide when you're going to participate and when you, you're know. not. They, they debuting in the Maybe second edition. Maybe if you edition. don't have somebody quality to send, you don't participate. Well, I think it's got a whole thing, like an Olympic training center. You need to have a certification right. place. But they uh, they debuted in the second edition with their best position being 16th, achieving this at the new Eurovision Song Contest number three. I don't know what that means. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's the whole list. Uh, yeah, that's what I had up. I don't have the... Oh, boy. I'm not reading all that. Yeah, no, it's a lot. But we're not on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pick a country I've never heard of and just say it. Okay. Moldova. Never heard of it. I've heard of it. But there... You've probably been there. I think I have, actually. Yeah. I bet I can read these really fast. Okay, here is as fast as I possibly can say. Okay, do it. All 41 countries to participate in the Eurovision contest. Do Ready? It. Albania, Armenia, Austria, Australia, Azerbaijan, Belarus, Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Georgia, Germany, Greece, Ireland, Iceland, Israel, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Malta, Moldova, North Macedonia, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Russia, San Marino, Serbia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Ukraine, United Kingdom. I'm also going to take that clip of me saying all of those countries and yeah. say we're now the number one podcast in the following countries. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I found an answer. Okay. You cannot watch Eurovision in the United States. The only way to do it is to install a VPN on your computer mm -hmm. and watch it through the BBC. And that's why Misty and Ike's brought to you by ExpressVPN. For all of your VPN needs, <laughs> ExpressVPN. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, the United States is one of the countries that you, like I said, we have a Cold War with Eurovision, apparently. And we're about to end it. We're about to end it. We're about to bridge the gap to the rest of of the world. I like how you put your church hands up for that too. Church hands up. Let me go ahead and okay. tell you. Okay. Let me tell okay. you what's going to happen. Let me tell you. We Eurovision. are about to change the world. We're about about it. We got we to gotta learn how to sing. We got to get some costumes. You, maybe you got to learn how to sing. I got I this. I can sing the bass. Like my friend Roger. Like your friend Roger. Uh, man, we ran long again. We did. There was a lot. We yeah. had a lot of questions about Eurovision. Yeah. I it, still have still a lot. Have a, put all your questions to Eurovision down in the comments that we're mm -hmm. never going to answer. But we'll no, like, I will try because I'm going to deep dive and I'm going to learn. No, you're learn. not. I am. I need to know about this. Okay. I need to understand why we are not part of Eurovision. Well, then in three. I mean, as a country. In 365 days from now, when we do Eurovision part two on this and Ike. <laughs> I'll have all the answers. That'll be episode. It'll be like two. Hundred and four, three hundred and something. It'll be almost episode five hundred. Five hundred. I don't, I don't want to do the five hundredth episode math, math, on your Me neither. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> since, it's, since it's not Monday, we'll see you tomorrow. Boop. Oh.